Uh, before we get started, would each of you mind introducing yourselves with your names and your titles on DuckTales? You bet. Uh, hi, this is Matt Youngberg. I am the executive producer of DuckTales. Hi, I'm Francisco Angonas. I'm the uh, story editor and co-executive producer of DuckTales. Thank you so much. Just so we are all on the same page, I want to let you guys know that I am caught up with both seasons of DuckTales so far, and the first two episodes from the upcoming third season, oh, cool. which I can't talk about. But uh, how has the response been to the reboot so far, <laughs> you know, since back in launching it in 2017? How's the, how's the experience been for you guys so far? Uh, like a duck blur, Dave. has <laughs> <laughs> um, been pretty great. You know, uh, as lifelong fans of DuckTales, uh, to be able to... Make that sales is first off an amazing experience and, and something that uh, I would uh, highly recommend to everyone. Uh, it's, also, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's also daunting and it was, uh, you know, it was something to, there's a lot of anticipation behind how people are going to react to seeing that sales and to seeing what we did with it and how, we, uh, how we're approaching it. And so to that, the response has been so great. People seem to love it as much as we love it. Um, it's been awesome. And really great to be able to see the fans' responses, but not just the, the the fans who were there for the originals, but the, the new fans that are also discovering it for the first time. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's something else, right? These characters have been around <laughs> for such a long time, yeah. uh, you know, uh, and. I think in season one, there was a lot of trepidation of like, are are they going to get it? Are we going to be able to pull it off? Uh, can we can we bring these characters back? And then we felt confident after that first season that we could start messing around with the characters even more. And we introduced Della, um, you know, and, and season two was like our, 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 you know, I always like to say seasons one, two, and three are like the past, present, and future. Uh, season two was very much about how your present doesn't always go the way that you expect. Uh, life throws you curveballs, but you take them because sometimes the curveballs can actually be pretty great. Uh, and season three is so much about the legacy of Scrooge, uh, what his life as an adventure has been. There's a conspiracy out to get both him and his family. And I, I think a lot about uh, that idea in terms of our place in the legacy of not just the DuckTales characters and the Curlbark's duck characters, but also in terms of all of these other characters that we've brought in, like Darkwing and the Rescue Rangers and Kit from Tailspin and the Gummy Bears and all, all these amazing uh, toys that we've been able to play with and not just, you know, selfishly say, oh boy, I get to write I Am the Terror that Flaps in the Night, but also to be able to bring those to a new generation of kids is really amazing. You know, it's it's you know in the pilot before Huey, Dewey, and Louie had met Scrooge. It was so much about hey, let me tell you about this guy Scrooge McDuck. It's amazing, and it feels like that is what we've been doing for the past three seasons on DuckTales. Like hey, kids, there used to be this show called DuckTales, and it was part of this thing called the Disney Afternoon, and it was the best. And trying to explain to our kids why we love it so much and that's been a really cool dialogue to have with the fan yeah and as a fan who grew up with that but now i get to experience this new version it's it's fantastic being able to experience both and to see both uh but real quick you mentioned curveballs and i normally wouldn't ask this kind of nuts and bolts question but since we're in some kind of rather weird and uncertain times where are you guys currently in production and and how has that kind of messed with your your workflow at all what have you had to do to kind of uh answer that challenge oh, it's mad. 
And it's thanks to Stan, uh, you know, like Disney football, we've got to figure out how to, uh, how to crack it and run with it. Uh, so that's where we are. Yeah, we are equipment production, uh, this season, and it's, and, you know, it's a daunting task to be able to go up against, uh, you know, Mother Nature. And, <laughs> yeah. and, uh, you know, that, you know, this, this pandemic that went in quarantine and everything, but it is something that we're, we're up for the task that we're really, Pushing ourselves to figure out how to do it. Um, you know, we're, we're making sure that non-essential people are not at work, that they are at home working, um, as much as they can. Uh, so, you know, with- Matt, are you saying I'm non-essential? I wouldn't say that you're non-essential, but, uh, <laughs> it's a sliding scale. Uh, well, sure. I think it's not even, maybe it's not, it's very different. It's not about the individuals, it's about what the job is. So if it's a, a storyboard artist who's able to work at home, they're able to stay at home and work on the storyboards, uh, you know, and, and as much as possible, moving anything that can be done at home uh, to home, um, and moving conferencing and things like that. And so, you know, the goal is that people aren't going to be in the office working uh, during, the, during this, uh, this time. Um, but you know, we're holding on. We're going to make sure that we get, we continue to deliver this uh, amazing show, and that fans continue to, to be able to see it. Um, and yeah, it's, it's a challenge. And just like the, that family, we're up to the challenge. We're going to do what we can. Fantastic. Uh, and then to pull it back, uh, you guys mentioned already that in season three, there's obviously going to be a threat against Scrooge and his family. That was kind of teased at the end of season two in the finale, as we get a reveal of Fowl. Uh, one of the fantastic villainous organizations from cartoon history. Do either of you have a favorite member of Fowl, either past or present, for for this new iteration? Ooh, <laughs> um, I mean, past it's got to be Steelby. Sure. Um, past and, and um, yeah, uh, uh, Steelby is, is a favorite of mine for the next season. He's incredible, and I can't wait to see what he's done with Steelby. But I mean. Mark and Jackson is the head of Fowl, has been doing an amazing job. Um, and I, I would say all of those, I mean, it's just, it's an effect to the cast. It's hard to see the favorite. And that really comes down to the cast. Like, the, people bring so much life to these characters, and it's so much fun to work with them, and to, uh, and to kind of like bring life to the, the voices they do. Uh, it's hard to really see the Exactly. Yeah, I, in yeah, terms yeah. of the current version, I mean, there's so many great members of Fowl, including some that you don't know about yet, which is <laughs> uh, really exciting and weird and fun. Um, but also, uh, I, I would have to say, for all of the amazing uh, versions of, uh, uh, members of Fowl, I really love the dynamic between Brad, Mark Evan Jackson as Bradford and uh, Black Heron, played by April Winchell, yeah. uh, because they end up playing as like the bizarro Scrooge at Beakley. Uh, <laughs> and that's a really fun weird relationship to explore. That's really cool. And you mentioned your, your fantastic cast, which kind of leads into my next question. What can you guys tease about some of the exciting guest stars you have popping up for season three? Um, uh, well, I think, okay, well I, I, the thing I'm most excited about is not just the voice actors that we're using, but the characters themselves that mm-hmm. we can take it to do to our uh, universe. Um, as you saw in the first episode, it's pretty amazing and seeing uh, it, like, his relationship. But beyond that, like, into the season, you get Cloud Picker, you've got, uh, more exploration on Dark and Dark, we've got more, you've got the Rescue Rangers to look forward to, there's a lot of things, uh, that we're doing in the show that should make fans of the original Disney afternoon really excited. And hopefully 
uh, we can introduce these topics and ideas to the new fans so that uh, hopefully there's someone in the future to go with. Yeah, and, and it's been great, you know, as, as the shows continue to grow and through all three seasons, uh, the talent that we get for this show is all just so excited to be a part of this legacy that we also get to be a part of. So we have amazing people like Adam Pally and Stephanie Beatrice and Don Cheadle is coming back. You know, we've, we've had Lin-Manuel Miranda on our show for three seasons, you know, and it's, it's Jaleel White, who is a formative part of all of our comedic upbringings. But it was the craziest thing recording Jaleel White where he says a line and you're like, oh, right, that's where my cosmic timing from. I watched you every Friday for the entirety of my childhood. Right. Yeah, it's, I mean, and we have a whole laundry list of guest stars. We go on and on and on. Um, but the, the thing that really comes together is the creative juice of the thing, I think, is in the collaboration of everybody, not just the guest stars and, the ca- and our main cast, but also... Uh, all the board artists, all the writers, all of the designers and production people, because everyone has been so creatively generous and gracious. Uh, and everyone wants to both do the best that they can for these characters and, and this show and this legacy, while also being really trusting, knowing that everyone else is doing the same thing. And it's been just a really amazing collaboration all around. And unfortunately, I'm about out of time with you guys. So, what are you hoping that fans will get out of season three of Ducktales as they're as they're highly anticipating uh, the premiere? Uh, I would say I hope that they get. Um, I hope they get the same entertainment value that they did in season one and season two. But I, I hope that they, um, hope they can get really excited about where we're going. Because on one hand, it feels like we're going back to, back to normal, which is you know going back to study something, going back to doing things that I. I'll say standard for the family, but I think the way that the season builds is going to be very unexpected, and the places we go is very unexpected. And so I want the fans to be to be really excited about how uh, about the trajectory of the season. It's really, really amazing. Yeah, I, I would say that you know the, the you know, we've been saying oh oh we're going back to basics with globe trotting treasure hunting. Um, this is really the first time that we've been able to do that. You know, we kind of spent the first two seasons of this show getting to a place where in season three we could be, we could embrace full family adventure the way that the original DuckTales did. And so of course we're going to have to undercut it and make our characters' lives miserable because that's what we do. Because we love them so much. <laughs> um, but there's something really joyous about, uh, knowing that we've managed to keep these characters around and alive for hopefully another 30 years. And not just the DuckTales characters, but the whole Disney Afternoon universe. It's it's really amazing and humbling. Well, listen, I love it. I love everything I've seen so far, even the stuff that fans out there haven't gotten to see. So I feel blessed to be able to see that ahead of time. So thank you guys so much for all your work so far. <laughs> thank your team uh, for us at Collider. And uh, best of luck with the rest of production and season three. Thanks so much. Uh, thanks so much, Dave. Yeah, thank you so much.